Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. You see the tower with the surrounding overgrown maze. Captain Nath, are you going to just chill here and wait for us? It would probably be quicker. Oh, we'd like you to stay. You enter the village, you're walking down streets, and there are various different people. You are like smiled at and greeted. We welcome all visitors and they can come try their hand at the maze, but we try to warn them that they will have a difficult time. She leads you to a path that leads directly up to the maze. You notice movement high up on the tower. Heroes! They saw you in the village! I've taken the mask, but they'll realize it's missing within minutes! Look for me beneath the tower! This is the key that will let you teleport into the dungeon! You run into the path, and you've entered an open area, which is an intersection where eight paths converge symmetrically. A sundial stands in the center of the intersection. The shadow from its gnomon points straight toward the tower. I think this one right ahead of us. It's as good a guess as any. You come back into the very same sundial area. The shadows are now pointing to A and C. How about this one? And I gesture to C. On our way uh, to entrance C, Russ, I would like to drop some coins or something on the ground to mark our entry there. You enter a large square courtyard, and filling the center of this courtyard is a circular pool of water. A garnet gemstone hovers one foot above the center of this pool. Donnie flies to the center, and as he grabs it, a pincer claw reaches up and grabs his claw. The room is clear of chewels. Donnie has the garnet in hand. You enter back into the sundial room and it is still at A and C. Can we see the coins I dropped on the ground? Are they still there? They appear to have disappeared. Welcome to Dungeons & Dragons. We are a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast and I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore. And with me today is Amy Moore. And I can't even handle it. And also with me, who do you play? <laughs> oh, I play Thea Amastasia. Also with me is Carla Johnson. I think I can handle it, but I definitely play new Lara Moonbrook. And Tom Laird. I can 100% handle it, and I play Flint Firebeard. Coming in confident, Tom. I'm I like it. Gotta start high. There's never, ever been a drop-off when you start at the top, right? Yep. So. Never. Never. You just keep going up. Never. That's how things work. You did just watch Never Stop Never Stopping, so... Oh, so good. I mean, it's got your confidence level. 
right up here. Right? Yeah. It is a good movie. It's no I'd like to hear more. Yeah. I was going to say, I'd like to hear more about Pup Star, which apparently oh. has had repeated viewings uh, in the morning. That was yes. Pup Star yeah. 2. Oh, Pup Star. So, sorry, yes. Yeah. Pup Star, Star, Pup Star 2. Yeah, yeah that's the Pup one Star we watched. Two. Yeah, no, it was yeah. really good. You know, little tiny dog making a- it big. Amy watched it Perfect. more uh, intently than Addison did. I don't know why okay. either. It sucked me in and it was bad. It's because your mother never let you watch talking animal movies. It's true. It was like the one thing. She let me watch Terminator wow. 2 when it came out. I was like, what, eight? But Babe? <laughs> but she wouldn't let me watch Babe, Pig in the City. <laughs> wow. That's I mean, a weird, sequel, weird choice. So. She's like, Amy, it's a talking pig. Though there was one movie that we were allowed to watch with animals talking and it was Homeward Bound. Okay. It's a good choice. It's a classic. Yeah. The the dog's mouth. It wasn't a classic then, Carla. (laughs) I was going to think that maybe it was the incredibly sad Disney Fox and Hound. Mm. But that's animated. That's That's animated. animated. Still, though. I'm sure you must have got to watch talking animated animal movies, right? (laughs) Did you get to watch Look Who's Talking? No. Well, it's not that she didn't let me watch it. We just never watched it. Oh. I don't. I think to this day, I still haven't watched it. I mean, the first oh, well, one. You are clearly missing out. You, the first one is pretty great. Welcome to our podcast the where we talk about movies 12... Amy wasn't allowed to watch when she was not little. <laughs> I like it. Hey, Amy, let's put it on the list. Okay. It's another one of our podcasts we're going to do. Perfect. Any, anytime now we're going to launch yeah. a Things different I one. I missed out from my childhood. Can we can we do television shows as well? Because I have a bunch I wasn't allowed oh, to watch me too. when I was a well, kid. Well, I didn't have TV, so we have... Endless content. <laughs> oh, wow. It's the podcast any that will keep sh- renewing any itself. Any show that exists, I did not see. Perfect. Wow. Basically. Unless I, like, was at a friend's house. All right. So I'm just waiting on you guys to just take take the reins on one of those ideas. Anytime now. One of them's going to stick. Sure, Span it's going to happen. this podcast network that we have yeah. going. Yeah, our empire is going to grow. <laughs> this network of one. I have some narrative podcast ideas. Mm-hmm. Truly, truly, yeah. I actually do, but no, that seems like a lot of work. So I'll get back to you on it. <laughs> let's let's talk, Carla, because that sounds like a great idea. That does sound very interesting. I'm willing um, to get you off the ground on that one. As I long listen as... to it. <laughs> Can I give you five stars on iTunes? Oh, thanks, Amy. And if you want to support us. We're also on Patreon. Tom can tell you about Patreon. Yeah, uh, patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, Russ. Yes, yes, nailed it. Was just waiting Got for it. that nod. Uh, yeah, so we do uh, one episode a month. It comes out on the 15th of every month. Currently, right now, we're uh, just about, well, I guess it will have been released already. Uh, we'll release our first episode of our Fate campaign technically it's like the third episode but it'll be the first one that features us actually using the characters and everything that we're like made. actually comes out today oh it comes as out well today as this is released amazing yep. also uh, on that uh, patreon list of episodes is an 11 episode arc that i did uh in the D mm-hmm. world of faerun as well but with different characters for russ amy and carla to play and navigate uh, that crazy world with and we have other fun things like character sheets that come out fortnightly. And a goog hang. And you a monthly goog hang. There's so much. Our dumb faces. It's true. So Just much kidding. going on over there. Three beautiful faces and one dumb face. Uh oh, who's the dumb face? 
Uh-oh. For me, oh. I'm a dumb face. I don't think that's I thought true. that was going to be a You guys, you all Come pointed on. at yourself. <laughs> I didn't. It was me. I wasn't going to like zing like, you guys. And he was like, it's Russ. So yeah, thank you. Uh, no, yeah, Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. Lots of great people. Uh, I don't know if people. I missed anything else with Patreon. There's also other stuff. But go check it out. I don't want to spoil it all. Yeah, no spoilies. You go look. Do some work yourself. Yeah. Amy's yeah. cantankerous today. God. Yeah, I like it. It's good. We got a death maze to face. Yeah, I'm so. just like, I'm just trying to be like. Get jacked like, tough, for it. Because I, yeah. guys, I feel like someone's going to die today. Fuck it, guys. Let's play D&D. That was great timing. <laughs> I was waiting for a good good cue. <laughs> he was waiting for Tom not to be able to. He was waiting for Tom to take right? a drink of something. He's like, God, he's got to be. The Perrier, come on. Oh, it's a lemon Perrier, though. It's no good. But you're drinking it, it anyway. You've entered back into the sundial where there's the intersection where there are eight paths converged symmetrically, and the shadows are pointed again towards A and C. Where is the tower in uh, relation to the, the pathways? The tower's pointed towards H. Okay, so it's different than the last time we were in this room. Yeah, and uh, Flamikins pipes up and she's like, eh, because it's getting kind of dark now. And she's like, uh, um, what? <clears throat> Flamikins, Flamikins, there I am. Let's get fucked. Let's get fucked. <laughs> I don't know what Flamikins sounds like. We're in this maze next jewel pool. We're jumping in. Uh, no. Um, hey, guys, look at these stars. Uh, they seem kind of weird. I look uh, up. What do I see? Uh, make a, make a check. Make a check. <clears throat> Seven. Wait, am like I a, just perception? Like a nature check. Oh, I got, I got nine. Just like fucking bags of nature, bags of it. <laughs> Big That's old all I got. bags of nature. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, there's a big hole in my bag of oh, nature. No. It's empty. The bag of nature is empty because I rolled a. Do three. I need to roll a nature roll? Yeah. I so I only got a nine. To. I also got a nine. Yeah. Uh, I got a 15. But I have a plus six. Okay, that's better. I got a 15 with no bonus. <laughs> you're looking up and you're like, yeah, they're stars. He looks to Flamingons. He, he, you recognize that they don't look like constellations or stars that you are familiar with. Guys, something's, something's weird about the sky. I don't, I don't recognize anything up there. Yeah, like when I'm out at sea because I was a pirate, you, you guide by the stars, but these are not stars that I'm familiar with. Well, maybe this whole place is in like you know, another world or something. That's something now. Uh, we haven't really talked about no, we've it. We've gone into it. It's true. Or like, this is just like a little pocket dimension where they fuck with us in the maze or something. Mm-hmm. Thaddeus says that looks to be exactly what it is. Good, good call. <laughs> uh, a pocket dimension where they fuck yeah. with us. Classic. Classic. Oh, fuck with you, pocket dimension. I mean, that's what I would do <laughs> if I was making a killer maze. Ah, uh, man, if, oh, if only it was the let's get fucked pocket dimension it would be so much better <laughs> maybe we'll find one of those like, yeah we'll see probably not probably not here well they never want anyone to get through these mazes so maybe they will just put up a, a pub somewhere where you just don't take your squeaky toy elsewhere uh, beg, beg, yeah, beg the pardon of the squeaky toy dog in this episode there's your <laughs> disclaimer <laughs> She's here. She's not leaving. No. She's settled in with her yeah. squeaky toy. 
All good. Uh, yeah, maybe they just set up a pub somewhere and, you know, you just sit in and the beer's real good and you never have to pay and that's where you, you know, get stuck. Let's not get trapped like that, you guys. Let's not do that. Sounds like a weird purgatory, but a good one at the same time. So last time we walked and it was only pointed to A, we walked down A and then we came back in and it, it changed. But when we went in the last one, C. there was no change, but we had to fight shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So if the shadow's still pointing at A and C, do we try C again? But there was change, because the shadows were at A and C, but the tower was at D, and now the tower's at H. Right. 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 Well, H, so maybe we just go H, because that's place. the way the tower is? Sure. Because, I mean, we went we went A, because that was the way the tower was originally, and then we went... Uh, C, because that's where the shadow was. C, because that's where the shadow was, but the tower was at D. So maybe we should have went tower and uh, ignored the shadows. Everybody make a perception check as well. Oh, my strongest one. Thanks, Oh, Ross. motherfucker! You got, like, a huge perception bonus. Yeah, but Seven. still... Eleven. I am just killing it 15. on these rolls, by the way. I- that could have been bigger. It doesn't matter. It was a very low roll that you needed. Um, so you you also notice as you're kind of looking at the stars and looking around and that the moon is up now. Um, and that the shadow that it or the light that it's casting and the shadows that are casting on you are clearly not making the shadow that's on the sundial. So your shadows are going in one direction, whereas the, the sundial appears to be making its own shadows. Fucking magical shadows. I agree with Flint. Let's let's try to follow the tower. I guess we, I mean, what have we got to lose? Well, I don't know. I mean, we tried C last time and it led us to come back to this same place after a big fight room. So, yeah. I say let's give it a shot. So you walk down H and you walk Sorry, for... Sorry, quick question. Yay. Um, with the garnet, I vaguely remember like checking to see if it fits in the sundial anywhere, does it? Uh, no, no, okay. it does not. Okay, cool, cool. Not, not. Sorry, we walk four. Uh, you uh, begin walking down H, and you walk for about a little bit more than a minute, and you come into a new area. You emerge from a path into an area far larger than any open area you expected to encounter in the maze garden. This rectangle space must be... 90 feet across, with its far side almost 150 feet away. It looks like a boulder-strewn pasture, with a large pond to one side and a fenced vegetable garden and oversized cottage on the other. Sheep graze in the pasture, tended by a pair of cyclops. But none of them are moving. They all appear frozen in time. Do I see any obvious exit out the other side of this pasture? Yes, you do. Uh, off, off to the far other side, there appears to be another path, much like the last area you were in. There was one directly across. I whisper, so. guys, and then I start to sneak quietly because I don't want to wake up the cyclops. As soon as you begin to advance into the area... The creatures spring to life with the sheep grazing and the cyclops chatting idly to each other. What do you do after you see that? Do they see me? I just said they're chatting idly to each other. Well, I mean, um, they only have one eye, so... Their peripheral's a little bit more narrow. <laughs> they're chatting 
idly. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. Um, I I sneak quickly behind a boulder because you said this was boulder strewn, right? Very boulder strewn. Okay, I, I like whoosh behind a boulder. Make a stealth check. What are you doing at the entrance there? Everybody else. Just, Just watching Thea dance behind boulders? Uh, yeah. It's a six. So Thea thinks she's really sneaky. And she like, <laughs> she like stops. And she puts her hands out. And then she like tucks and rolls. <laughs> uh, it makes, makes a little bit of noise because everything starts rattling together that she's carrying. Oh, bones. Um, and the Cyclops... Uh, notice, and they look up, and they notice over to you and all the other people uh, entering. Because I'm the only one who clumsily jumped behind a boulder and just left you I'm guys. I'm picturing like, like you know when like a five year old does a somersault. Hundred so percent, yeah. but like yep. not yeah. good. That's, that's what I'm that's, picturing. I think that's what it was. It's so cute. Um, it's nice. And then you see them kind of exchange a few unheard words, and they play a sort of game that's analogous to rock paper scissors. And one loses, and both Cyclops begin to approach you. And they don't appear to be carrying any weapons. How big are Cyclopses? Are they, like, giant? Like, are they... They're, they're big, big, right? Yeah. Yep. Like, double I know we've the size seen of them before. Well, you guys did run into one uh, in a certain cave in the Patreon mm-hmm. games, so... Yeah, mm-hmm. Cyclops are huge giants, so they are... Yeah, they are, they are quite big. Okay. They are walking towards you. They don't appear to have any weapons. Uh, I want to climb up on the boulder. Okay. You don't, you don't have to roll. You can just climb up on the boulder. Good, because you don't have to. Roll. I haven't you rolled can... over a ten yet. <laughs> just climb up on the boulder. What is? I don't. I haven't rolled over a five yet. I think I need to start rolling with my right hand. <laughs> I climb. This is me taking off my wrist brace for those of you playing the home game. I love Amy's strategies to have better rolls. Use different <laughs> dice. Use yeah. my other hand. <laughs> you should start using the digital dice. See if those do better for you. No, I want to roll. <laughs> uh, what is everybody else doing? Flamekins is like, yeah, I want to be up on a rock too. Uh, I just kind of give him like a, like a wave, like a hello. One of them waves back to you. Oh, that's very nice. Oh, that's nice. Kind of surprising. Nilara, you and Thaddeus are just chilling. Um, and they continue towards you. And as the, as they get to about within 20 feet of you, the one that lost the game scoops up a small boulder from the ground and gestures towards you and your, your party. He then looks downfield and heaves the boulder 100 feet where it bounces and rolls another 20 feet. Both Cyclops then turn and face you, looking kind of expectant at you. I am applauding wildly. Eh? Me too, I'll also clap. I'm sitting crisscross applesauce on top of this boulder just like... Well, Well, once you guys start clapping, I'll start clapping because... Because you'll look like an asshole. Exactly. I don't want to be the dick that's not clapping. Plus, it was a fucking good throw. They're they're just standing, staring at you as you applaud them. I say, that was a great throw. Who's good at throwing? Should one of us none, throw? None of them respond to you. I pick up a little, like, pebble that I find on top of the boulder, and I huck it. You throw a pebble, and they look at it and look at each other and kind of chuckle and then look back at you. What language do they speak? Giant, or do they have a cyclops? Do they have their own language? I believe it's giant. No, yeah, you, you know they speak giant. I don't speak giant. I do. <gasps> so I say, 
hello, we're trying to get to the tower. Which way should we go? They don't answer your question, but they say, well, you need to play game. Okay. Is it a a throwing game? Yes. You go pick up Boulder. You throw farther. And then you pass. Only one of us has to do that? Only one has to throw further, we all can go? And any any throws. Okay. Must go farther. Okay. Uh, nobody else speaks giant, right? You guys? Uh, well, there is like a certain one, someone in my head that does speak giant, but he's not in control okay. right now. Okay. Uh, so anyway, so I explained what they said. Like, we have to play this game. If one of us can throw the boulder, pick up the boulder and throw it further than they did, then we can go. That's ridiculous. These things are huge. But you're magic. Don't you have like Oh yeah, maybe lightning? Maybe Thaddeus could do something. Maybe Thaddeus has Thaddeus, do you know Mage Hand? Uh, Mage Hand lifts ten pounds. Max. Well, some DM did their research. Jeez, yeah. (laughs) Uh, hang on here. Let me just bring up Thaddeus's uh, character sheet because I have an idea. I could conjure Yeah, I know lots of magic. That could maybe carry something this big i don't know if i could get it to throw it though we need to like put a levitate spell on something or something so that it you know so that it's light so we can just like push it i don't i hope they don't speak comments or just talking strategy they're just staring at you they don't seem to be minding too much uh thaddeus does have a levitate spell Okay. Uh, but it can, uh, let's see here, it can rise up to 20 feet, but it will just be, like, suspended there. So, yeah, I guess we'd have to, like, push it or something to... Well, we'd have to, like, cast it, pretend to lift it, <laughs> throw it, right? Uh-huh. I assume magic is against the rules, probably, but there's no way we can do it otherwise, I don't think. Um. Yeah, my other solution also involves magic, so... <laughs> They haven't said no magic. I don't want to ask because mm-hmm. I feel like. Because, <laughs> yeah, Thaddeus with Grants' spellbook also has uh, induce or or enlarge or reduce. Mm. So you could uh, take like a small or uh, yeah, like a small rock, lift it up, throw it. And as it's being thrown, like transform it into it? a large rock. Right. Mm. Still, that's a still awfully far throw. Yes, that's a but long that way is, to go. We would need a lot of strength to do something like that. Yeah. Um, also, levitate only has a sixty foot range, so Thaddeus would have to like. You'd have to chase it, walk alongside it. it. <laughs> uh, but it can okay. levitate something up to five hundred pounds, so that's good. We make some okay. sort of catapult. I don't know how to do that. Some sort of trebuchet. Hmm. In theory, probably, like, one of us could know how to do that. But, I mean, I'm a former uh, but soldier. But not quickly. So, exactly. Yeah. But not yeah. like... We need a half a day to build this. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, Iskander. We're coming. <laughs> we're in a hurry. We're, like, we're doing building our a best. trebuchet. <laughs> uh, is, has the door behind us disappeared? Nope. Should we just leave you guys, like... <laughs> oh, you, this you is... throw or what? Uh, we'll, we'll see. We're just, we're talking oh. strategy. We're not oh, as okay. naturally gifted as you oh. at throwing. Oh, yeah, you you puny. Yeah, we are. <sighs> Could we, uh, can we, can we go back the way we came and maybe come back later? Try and uh, play the game? I mean, sure. Okay. 
okay, guys, uh, they, they're not going to try and stop us if we leave the way we came. We can leave and go try a different one. I, I slide mean, off the boulder. <laughs> I'm into it. Let's go. So you, you exit back the way you came? Yeah. All right. So there's no shame in hey. running away. No. Well, because we don't know. Like last time it just like scooped us back in. But you're right. Let's just try a different one. It's not like we have to go there because that's where we ended up. Or maybe we do, but we'll find out. All right, well, let's go, because I wasn't going to lift that thing. Um, and you guys uh, all begin to walk back out the way you came. And you walk for, I don't know, a little less than a minute this time. And you find yourselves back in the open pasture. God damn it. And the Cyclops see you and they're like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> they thought they could leave huh. without throwing boulder. <laughs> you guys. You we, guys got us. You we got, got us. Them. Yeah, we did. <laughs> you got us. So you throw boulder or what? Yeah, we're gonna. I try to move the boulder nearest to me. We're gonna work something out. <laughs> no, you throw. You throw a boulder. We we threw. That way it's fair. Oh, same boulder. Well, it's that way it's fair. Yeah, that you. That's you're right. Yeah. You're right. What did he say? Uh, so we need to go throw the boulder that he threw, so that it's fair. I start walking to the boulder. Okay. Me too. I, I mean, wanna, I want to sure. investigate see. So, this thing. Maybe it's a lot lighter than we think it's going to be. It's not. Spoiler it's, alert. It's not. It's probably be not. Lighter. So, but you're right. It's worth a shot. Uh, yeah. As you approach uh, the boulder that they threw, um, you, you you examine it. It's about two feet in diameter. And just giving it the old heave ho, you could probably guess that it weighs about 500 pounds, maybe more. Oh, my God. And it's only two feet? It's a hefty that's a, boulder. That's some dense, it's too dense in diameter. It's a dense, like heavy, heavy rock. Guys, yeah. this must be like a million pounds. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Flint, who's really got a good strong. idea? Yeah, do you want to? I well, well, how many tries do we have to throw it the farthest? Is it just we're, we just keep throwing till we get it, or we throw once and? Like, there, something horrible will happen. This is a good question, which I then ask them. You just have to throw boulder farther than we throw boulder. Okay, we just have to throw it further than they threw it. This is flawed, because we're going to get tired after the first time, and then... It's well, there's, I think, no way we can throw it non-magically. No. We can't even lift it non-magically. All of us working together could lift it. Okay, guys, um... I think I think here's our play. Uh, so I've got that rod of lordly might that can turn into a ladder. So what we do is we find a really big boulder, put uh, the ladder over top of it uh, with uh, the, the, at the halfway point, lower mm-hmm. uh, one half of it down with this smaller boulder uh, that we need to throw over 120 feet onto the end of it and kind of lock it in place. And then, uh, you know, as we put all of our combined weight into the other end of the ladder and uh, thus create some sort of launching system to throw this boulder as far as we possibly can. <laughs> so you want to create leverage using your ladder and another boulder as a fulcrum? Yes, that's that's exactly the words I was looking for. Can't I just use magic? I mean, I don't know. Shit all over my great idea, Thaddeus. Whatever. <laughs> No, you do you, man. I want to see this happen. Yeah, I want to see something go woo. It was too good. It was too beautiful to live. It was too good. I feel like 
I think we should try Flint's plan because we need to save mm-hmm. spells. It's a good point. I agree. Also, way more fun. Yeah, sure. let's work together. Let's too. work yep. together. I like it. Okay. Teamwork. And I jump into the so air. No what's one else the is. combined weight of everybody if that's what you're doing? Um, I mean, not that I'm going to do all the physics behind sure, it, but it'll sure. give me an I'm idea. I'm 110 pounds. Uh, Flint oh, is are. a 164 pounds. 25 of which is beard. Hey, Thea. Whoa. <laughs> um, I'm wayfish. Yeah, you're wayfish. Yeah. Uh, I forget how tall I am. I probably weigh like 160 pounds. I'm like normal size. Jeez, Thaddeus is 143. Thaddeus is is a skinny dude, too. Uh, I'm surprised that Flint was that skinny. Well, he's only four foot eight. He's he's But thick. I'm five foot two, and I don't weigh that much less than that, and I am not a dwarf. (laughs) Flamykins is 52 pounds. All right, uh, it's canon now, 194 pounds. Okay, 194. Like skinny shaming Flint. We didn't mean to. Combined, you all weigh 559 pounds. And Donnie. Donnie. Who is bigger now. And Donnie can, like, take a head start flying into that thing. Yeah, see. I get guacamole out as well. Oh, guac, of course. I guacamole out. Okay. (laughs) So let's say we're up to, like, 700. Let's say we're up to, like, 700 pounds. Maybe more. Let's go 800 pounds. Okay. I don't know how physics works. I didn't at know all, we were so gonna get like a math masterclass tonight. No, I'm just I'm just well, using it for need, my own. We need more weight to push down if we don't weigh as much or have much as. Okay, so how this is gonna work is this is Flint's idea. So, Flint so it's all is, his fault if it doesn't work. Flint Go is on. going to be making the rolls for it. Okay, anybody can assist in those rolls to give advantage. But that's what we're gonna do. So how many times ex- can we do that? Explain to explain to me. Well, we'll see what happens <laughs> on the first one. Explain explain to me what happens during the the, the setup again. Okay, here. so we find um, the biggest boulder that we can, like maybe the one that was kind of the size that Amy was sitting on earlier, uh, whatever. Because I imagine we have to throw it either back to the giants or from like from that's the cyclopses back right? this way. Like yeah. I'm not sure. Okay, yeah. so we find a rock that's uh, close by. That's bigger than the one that we're needing to throw. And we use the ladder uh, with the, the big rock as, what did you call it, Amy? A fulcrum? Mm-hmm. In the middle. Yes. Uh, we're making right. simple machines. Right. It's been very so smart. long since I did any of this stuff in, like, math that I've yeah. no, forgotten good. all about it because you don't need math in the real world, Listeners, kids. please Fine. correct us if we are oh. using oh, any of Oh, 100% we're wrong. Incorrectly. Yeah. 100% wrong. Uh, but yeah, so we what? use we use a larger rock as, like, the the fulcrum and have the ladder uh, in its full mode, which it can support up to 5,000 pounds or something. The book said, so we should be free and clear as far as that's concerned. We have the boulder that we need to throw, uh, weighing it down a one end, like a, like a seesaw. And then we all pile on at the other end uh, in like some sort of, I don't know. Maybe we all jump off guacamole and land on the fucking <laughs> thing. I don't know, but uh, somehow we need to all, put all of our weight on that end and uh, hurl that boulder. So, well, even just like, ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, yeah, that would work too. Uh, right? The, the only... Would it? The, the I only, feel like it would crush us. The only thing I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to probably change here. Not change because this is, this is canon. It's how it's been 
portrayed within the game is the 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 ladder you're speaking of is more of a pole with like things that shoot out the side. So it's a climbing pole. <sighs> Uh, Not so much a dual like a pogo sided stick ladder. with many different. Pretty sure that's how we've described it before. Mm. All right. I do not remember the way I'm you're going talking about that. But makes that sense. Makes sense. I mean, it makes sense if it's like a sword, yeah, it, like it, that. It's it, a yeah, rod, yeah. And, and then, then it just, just goes. Kind of shing. Seems yeah. seems reasonable, I guess. Uh, it does have a spike at the bottom and three hooks at the top, though. So in theory, you could manipulate that to hold that boulder in place. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, this is going to be a, well, it's going to be a straight strength roll. Okay, that's like my best one. Because so. so all of you are trying to aid Flint, or you're all aiding in the thing, but yeah, so Flint is going to make the roll. Anybody who wants to aid can give assistance, and then I believe it's just advantage that they that he gets. Is this going to be like a rule that we could have been using the entire time we've been playing but never knew about? Actions in combat. This is the page that you should look yeah, probably at. Probably a thing we should yeah. have read. <laughs> uh, so you can you can lend your aid to another creature in the completion of a task. When you take the help action, the creature you aid gains advantage on the next ability check it makes to perform the task you are helping with. Provided, uh, provided that it makes the check before the start of your next turn. Alternatively, you can aid a friendly creature attacking a creature within five feet of you. You faint distraction to cause... Advantage so like I could so, get on my hands and knees behind someone that that Thea's fighting, and she could push that person over top of me. Yep, it's a classic move. Or like if you were a Tabaxi, you could like get the crowd pumped up. Oh yeah, to totally, totally. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> yep. Patreon.com/slash/dumbdragoncast. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> you really should listen to we it. We need that T-shirt. That needs to be. <laughs> That's my favorite. It's one of my Are favorite you things. Are you not entertained? We do need that on a show, but it's just for patrons of only people that have heard it. Anyway, well, that's an inside joke. It is an inside good. joke. Also, we're still learning so much about how Dungeons and Dragons work. That's true. Help, guys. That's an action we yes. can do. Okay, so what, sorry, what's your strength there, Flint? Uh, my strength Tom, is 19. Flint. Okay. And you're rolling with advantage? My homies. <laughs> I am rolling with my homies. <laughs> He's, he is almost literally rolling She's with his homies. Right? With that. Okay, uh, so I guess I get two rolls then, hey? You sure do. Hey there, I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. Thank you so much for joining us for episode 49 of Dungeons & Dragons, titled A Giant Competition. If you're liking what we do here on the show and want to support us directly and help us do some pretty amazing things like upgrading some of our recording equipment or flying to PodCon 2 in Seattle in January, check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. And there you'll find that Patreon is a fantastic way to support the creators you love within a budget that works for you. There are tons of great perks and rewards for joining our community, like the new arc that officially starts today with episode one. We do have an uh, episode zero and a 0.5. Um, but yeah, that starts today with episode one as this is officially released for all of our patrons where we are playing, and I use that term incredibly loosely, but we are playing fake core and we try really hard. But you know what? We're telling a super fun story anyways, and we think that you will like it too. We invite you to go check everything out at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Another way you can support the show is by talking about us and sharing Dungeons & Dragons on social media or when you're hanging out at your LGS or hanging out with your own gaming friends. 
All of our social media links and more about us and the show can be found at dumbdragons.com. So go check out the website and join, follow, or like where you can today. And a huge thanks to Sirenscape for some of the amazing atmosphere and sound and music. Make sure you check them out at sirenscape.com to bring your games to life. Links for everything mentioned today, you can find them in the description. Next episode will be out next Wednesday, August 22nd. Let's jump back into the maze and see if the dice are ever in the player's favor. Have a great week. We'll talk soon. All right. First roll was a 15, so that's a 19. Mm-hmm. Second roll is also a 15 or 19. <laughs> <laughs> that is the third I 15 I've rolled tonight. You already did help we him. Already that, was, helped. That, was, that was his advantage. Okay. So with a 19, uh, you all... Like in one fell swoop, Guacamole and Donnie are trying to use all their might. Um, and you manage to get the bowler up and it's in the air oh, no. and it flies for, oh, no. it seems like forever. Um, but then it <laughs> lands about 40 feet away oh. and rolls about 20 feet. And Nulara hears the giant say, not far enough. <laughs> Dang, guys. Does she yell back? No shit. <laughs> I was worried it was going to land on a sheep. I was worried it was just going <laughs> to land on us. Directly on us. And end of campaign. I didn't even have to do it. You did it yourself. Oh, that God. would be hilarious. Oh, God. What an end. What an end to three years. An ignominious yeah. end. Yes. I love it. Oh, In man. a rock throwing uh, contest. We might need to use magic, you guys. I just, I don't think we're strong enough. So, what do you guys got? Yeah, that is what I, you got. I, mean, I got levitate, or, I mean, I got reduce and large. I can make it small and one of you big. But I don't think that's going to fly for the actual boulder itself has to be the same size when we throw it. But No, they said it has to be the same boulder. They didn't say it has to be the same size. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's true. I don't know. Just ask them. <laughs> Are we, so technically speaking, it just needs to be the same boulder, correct? Yeah. It, it, yeah. Do they not get it? No, I don't think, I don't think they get it. Okay. So you pick up that boulder that you just, whoo, that one, mm-hmm. you did very good job, but not good enough. So you take that boulder and you throw it farther. Okay. You just do it. Okay. Is this like a matrix situation where we can just like dispend our belief in like the law of physics and it'll just go as far as we want it to go? I don't know what you prefer. I was asking Russ, not the Cyclops. You guys can't talk together. (laughs) Uh, Well, it sounds like, I mean, they think I'm a real dum-dum. We just got to throw that boulder. So Thaddeus, it's your your magic. What's going to work best, do you think? I mean, if I levitate it, we can... Push, push it. Mm-hmm. See if that works. I mean, worst they say is no. It doesn't seem like they want to hurt us. This is true. Let's try that first. It seems less, uh, it seems like we could play it off more naturally. I don't even think we have to play it off naturally at this point. I think we just need to make it happen. <laughs> yeah, fair. Can we push it with his rod of lordly might and just kind of walk it over to the 150 feet or whatever? We can't walk it over. They have to throw it. 
Well, right? Thaddeus Throw. is going to have to walk with it for a little bit because he can have 60 feet but of range like on either it. side. So, yeah. Yeah, he can just run beside it. But I think to give it a good shove, I don't know. We could do the ladder trick again. It'll be light. It'll go further. Sure, let's give it a try. I don't think it'll go directionally the way we want to go. If it's levitate, well, won't it just yeah, continue on trajectory <laughs> straight up in the air? Uh, excuse me, Cyclopses. What happens if we like, technically it would be know, further disappeared? That's going to kill boulder. sheep later. <laughs> <laughs> Three hours later, you just hear a strangled cry. <laughs> Betsy, no. Betsy. Huh? Interesting. Uh, yeah, let's uh, uh, let's get it done. Okay. Yeah. Thaddeus begins casting Levitate, and the boulder rises vertically up into the air um, about pushability height, which is about, I don't know, say 10 feet. It can go up to 20 feet, but you wouldn't be able to reach it then. It's a true story. Well, I, I think does Thaddeus, gonna I was going to say, it. does Thaddeus have to push it because it's his thing? Or, I mean, I still think Flint should do it because he's by far the strongest of us. So it would go sure. the furthest. So uh, maybe, maybe he could, if you could knock that down a little. Yeah, I got to hop on someone's shoulders here. <laughs> he, he waves his, he waves his hands and it goes down a little bit. Okay. All right. Perfect. Uh, so yeah, am I, am I rolling for this Russ or am I just tossing it? What's happening here? Yeah. What are you what are you trying to do with it? Are you trying to push it? Or are you trying to throw it? Or are you trying I to... am trying to uh throw slash push like, it. Yeah, kind of like give, yeah. it, give it the old heave ho. Yeah, yeah sure, like, like I'm check. throwing a ball in, in soccer and I'm going over the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Sure. All right. Yeah, let's do well, that. Uh Thaddeus is like, uh, just don't don't throw it so fast. <laughs> Can't run very fast. But okay. oh God. If he has like a 40 or 50 foot head start on me, then it'll still be within yeah, the six year range. Yeah, he'll already he be halfway there. Out. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll say you have advantage because I assume somebody's helping you. I need a lot of help. So I assume that too. Or just like encouraging from the side. <laughs> All right. That's a uh, 14. The first roll. Oh, net 20. You walk up to you. You explain to me how how the, how you happen, and then I'll tell you what happened. Uh, so I've got it uh, kind of in my in my hands, and then true to throwing a soccer ball in back to the field, I put it over my head, and then hop like a step and a half forward and give it the old heave ho towards Thaddeus, doing my best to keep it level. I don't want it on an angle of any sorts. Sure, yeah. You do that, and you're using all your might, and it feels pretty light to you at this point because of the reduced weight being, uh, you know, magic now. Um, and it begins to cruise towards the giant's area where the giant's threw from. Um, the Cyclopses? So, sorry, the well, they're giants. Sorry, it begins to cruise. They are, they are giant creatures. So Yeah, but are they giants? Technically, yeah. yes, Cyclopses are giants. What? Yeah, <laughs> they speak giant. They are giant. I'm... Learning so much today. Help, giants! Continue, it's mind blowing. Yeah, um, and it begins cruising along, and that it kind of catches up and surpasses Thaddeus, and he begins to jog a little <laughs> bit. Um, and it goes and it kind of parts the cyclopses, and they step as it goes by, um, and it hits the hedge and begins to roll sideways. And Thaddeus, once he thinks that it's made it past, he drops the levitate spell, and it hits the ground, and the cyclopses. Kind of look back to where you threw it, where theirs landed, because you threw it from the second point from a different spot, and to where it landed now. And they turn 
to you and new Lara, you hear them say, you did it, puny people. <laughs> Yay. We did it. Yay. Yay. So what way is the um, tower? <laughs> you got to go. You got to, you got to go that way. But wait, but wait, hold on. Mm-hmm. You have to go back out that way. Hold on. Um, and one of the Cyclopses goes and picks up another boulder. Um, and he lifts it above his head and smashes it down on top of the rock that you just threw. And it cracks open and reach, he reaches down into the rubble and like dusts something off and walks over to you and hands you a topaz gemstone and says, you can go now, I guess. Thank you. We can go, We're guys. Get all the birthstones, you guys. Yeah, totally. Is there some sort of gauntlet we could put this? Uh... <laughs> That's right. So I assume you just bid your we... your cyclopses farewell. Indeed. Do you head out the way you came or the the, the far? I oh, gotta go the far. I guess the it? far side. I mean, it just sure. will probably take us back to the fucking sundial room, but right. maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. You uh, begin walking out, and you pass through the pasture, and you see the sheep, and then you walk out, and it, it's a it's a pretty quick journey this time. It only takes you about 30 seconds, and you end up back in the sundial room, with the sundial shadows uh, still pointing to A and C. Where's the tower in relation? You actually don't see the tower this time. What kind of fuckery is this, Russ? <laughs> I don't know. I like soups. Haven't figured it out. I don't know if you guys have, but uh, nope. Sure, haven't figured it out yet. <sighs> Me neither. Uh, what way uh, is our our shadows? Like, are they still counter counterintuitive to what's actually in the moonlight or on the sundial? Or yep. Okay. Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah, they don't seem to be facing the same direction. Anybody's shadow. Seems to be facing well. This everybody else's shadow seems to be facing where the moonlight is coming from, but everybody else's or the sundial shadow. But those shadows uh, haven't moved. Haven't moved. Okay. Still pointed at the A and C exits. Guys, it seems like we might just have to go through all of them. All of them. Yeah. I mean, we've got. We tried A and it circled around. We went through C and found the jewels. Went through H, found the giants. So. I don't know. I think maybe we should go through A or C again. (laughs) Damn it, Amy. (laughs) When Russ smiles like that, it's the wrong thing to do. (laughs) Is it? Or when when one of us says, I think we're just going to have to go through every single one of them. And he goes like this. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the wrong one? Russ needs a better poker face. When we went through A, nothing happened originally. Right? It just circled us back around so we could try that again. When you originally went through A? Yeah. Like when it was only pointed at A? Yeah. It came in and it was point the shadows changed to A and C. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the tower. But nothing was. happened when we went through A, right? Yeah. This is what Let's I was saying. Again. Yeah. This is what I was yeah. saying. In game, Russ. Jeez, my friends. Russ, yeah. Okay. God, mind your own business. God <laughs> <Come on> DM. <laughs> so this weird voice coming everything. from the heavens. <laughs> it's me, Iskander. Are you, have you figured it out yet? Shut up, Iskander. Or give us better, or, or give us better tips. <laughs> Thea, you, do you want to try A again? Sure. Just to see. Let's to, see what happens. Hurt. Yeah. Okay. Now walk through it. Yeah. It's like another forty seconds to walk down this winding path. 
and you enter. And ahead, you see a bubbling fountain filling the pathway. It's filling the pathway. Large, bright flowers grow in the hedges on both sides of the fountain, and each blossom shimmering in the light. The air smelling particularly fresh and sweet here. So a large flower grows on each northern and southern side of each square. Guys, it's so pretty in here. Makes me think it's probably poison. You're so cynical. If only we had people that knew nature. So this is like a long corridor with a path going up the center. There is a bubbling fountain in the center. There's large bright flowers that grow in hedges on both sides of the fountain. So imagine like your north is one hedge, south is one hedge, and you cut through the center there. As you get closer, you can see that the shimmering of the flowers comes from a large pearl set into each one. Some of the music in today's episode is by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io and Scott Buckley at scottbuckley.com.au. So previously, you guys found yourselves arriving at Zonthal's Tower and escorted into the maze, where you saw who screaming at you? Magellan. Uh, the dude we were supposed to see. Yep, not Magellan. Oh. Magellan. <laughs> Galileo! I, I can't read your writing. Which, which one of the astronomers was it? And the sprinkle of gold breadcrumbs that Tom just threw because money doesn't mean anything to you guys. Uh, it no, are gone. Are gone. They were mm. coppers. It's no big thing. It's like dropping pennies. Yeah. What right? are pennies? The millennials so, who listen to us say. You have entered. Amy, we uh, went over this. You are a millennial. I know, <laughs> but I'm not happy about it. Sorry, Russ. Sorry, Russ. It's another Sorry. podcast. Are you a millennial? Uh, yep. Yep, you do. He's dialing up. Hold on a second. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can edit out crunches and stuff. I can't edit out squeaks. We've already apologized for the squeaks. We want to see a real life throw. Will you throw that squeaky toy? It'll be analogous to, to uh, you throwing that pebble in Perfect. game. Huh. <sighs> Ah, oh, amazing. So good. Amazing. Okay, I chucked this pebble. And I say... <laughs> wow, that Carla, that was great. Squeak, <laughs> squeak. That's, what That's not what I expected like. Giant to sound Giants, like. I know, it's it's like when Mike Tyson speaks and you're like, really? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. So, are they like big red flowers that just look like... Are they in so there are green like seven, plumbing pipes? There are like seven <laughs> flowers. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. I'm Carlotta Botox, actress, thinktress, and influenceress, and I'm spilling all the tea on Hollywood. <sighs> Name. Carlotta Botox. B-O-T-O-X. Spell the first name. It's actually Botox. B-E-A-U-T-O-X. 
Of course it is. First name? Botox is actually my last name. My first name? Okay there, who's on first? I know it's your last name. Now I want you to spell your first name. Oh, Carlotta. It's C-A-R, as in the automobile. <sighs> L-O-T-T-A, like a lot of talent. <laughs> wow, just wow. There's also an umlaut. The f- umlaut? It's two dots and it goes over okay, the- Okay, Carlotta, two dots. Just take a seat over there, we'll call you when we're ready. Meanwhile, we'll bird our loins. Check out the Carlotta Botox Chronicles, available now on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcatcher.